Passion our purpose, profit our pain. I don't want my name to ever be in vain. A life full of substance is the only thing that will remain the same. Millennial Thoughts. Welcome back to Millennial Thoughts Pod with your girl Alicia. Today, we are going to have a special guest, Dewan, come and talk about running for candidacy for the November election. Uh, but make sure you follow us on Instagram to know about future episodes and leave us a, re- a review and rate on your favorite um, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to us at. And um, just uh, join the conversation, listen, and be able to also understand what's going on in this climate right now so that we can do better when it comes to voting in November and in June for the rest of the month. So, hey, Dewan, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Um, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast episode to just share a little bit about your journey and um, wanting to run for an office, one of the biggest basically offices, I think, and just to be able to share how millennials can get involved, how they can know about things and different stuff like that, so I just want to say thank you. Yeah, definitely, and I appreciate you asking me to come on, because, you know, this is what I love to do, you know, just spreading positivity and letting young folks know they can do anything they put their minds to, so. Mm-hmm. So my first thing is, well, first tell them what you're running for and I guess like why you um, are wanting to do it now. A little bit of background about that. Definitely. So, yeah, I'm running for mayor of my hometown of Paducah, Kentucky. Um, I decided to run because, you know, I saw we needed a change. And, you know, I thought, why not me? I, I have a platform right now from my celebrity interviews because that's kind of my background where I do film and things like that. So I was like, I have a small platform here, so why not make that bigger and, you know, use my platform to speak positivity and unity and, you know, just bringing the community together and speaking out on things that I think need to be changed. Because at the end of the day, my voice will be heard and I will be speaking for the people of Paducah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are you the youngest one running? Yeah, I am. Um, I'm the youngest uh, candidate running at 22. I was 21 when I first started but I had a birthday last month but yeah I am the youngest and if I do win I will be the youngest mayor in Kentucky history and I think if if my you know my fact checking does me right I'll be the youngest black mayor in the United States if I do win what oh my gosh think about how much history that can make that's so dope, honestly um so what um things I feel like you said you want to use your platform um, because you already uh, feel like you have a base you already feel like you um have your voice and for said things and I'm not necessarily familiar with Paducah so mm-hmm. I'm not gonna try to figure that out <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I am and also another small town too so what are some things that you would like to change if you were able to be able to get in that role yeah as so- a young millennial definitely so yeah first and foremost i want to fix the budget of our city um because you know they're spending a little bit more well a lot more than they're making each year and also the roads and the sewer in our city is a big thing that the community has you know cried out about but nothing has really been done um to fix that especially in the poor communities of paducah Mm -hmm. um and as well as that i just want to bring tourism more tourism more revenue to our city because 
you know, Paducah right now is known as the quilt city of America, basically. But I believe we're more than a river and a quilt city. Um, we have so much potential and so much talent here and so many possibilities um, to bring in tourism, to bring in people, to bring in new businesses, to bring in festivities, festivals, events and everything like that. So I just want to, uh, you know, my slogan in the beginning was put Paducah on the map again. So I just want to, you know, make Paducah the greatest city it can be because as a millennial, as a young person, I can see where the world is going and I can see what advances a city may need for the youth to advance and for the city to progress. So I think um, with that mindset coming in, I have a, a advantage over my opponents who are older than me um, with the incumbent being she's about she's in her 30s. Um, so she's the youngest mayor Paducah's ever had so far. Um, so she has mm-hmm. been sort of progressive, but, you know, some people have not you know, agreed with her leadership and some of the things that have been going on here. Um, and then my other opponents, you know, they're much older than me. So they may have great leadership, you know, skills, but they they can't see what a, a millennial or a young person may be able to see, especially, you know, with us growing up and everything going on right now, like the world is, is a revolution going on, you know, here today. So I think, um, mm-hmm. I think, I think that's, yeah, that, I, I hope I answered that question. I got off on a little, tangent there <laughs> no no you're fine you're fine i can let you talk um but i did want to bring up a point because there's two things that are really happening right now and how you're saying that you would be like the youngest black um mayor in the world or maybe or even in kentucky mm-hmm. like thinking about that and what's going on like this is a pandemic COVID's going on thinking about that and how you reach out and then also like this black lives matter thing and then the police and stuff like that so as a black person running for the candidacy and as a person who sees what's going on and you know you're on social media you see things are <laughs> are it could have happened to you in general because you know that's really what we're fighting about is the uh police like brutality and stuff mm-hmm. how has that impacted your um running like mm-hmm. you running in this race or how do you think that it will impact it maybe later like what are some things that you think could maybe happen yeah so um, one thing I can say, I'm grateful for the Paducah Police Department because they are at the top of the line um, when it comes to police officers. You know, we have we may have mishaps here and there, but at the end of the day, the PPD is strict on who they hire and they're strict on discipline and conduct. Um, and I, okay, I, so, yeah. And and actually, they've been so helpful when I hosted a protest our our co-coordinated a protest here Sunday that made national news. It was on CNN. You know, they covered it shortly. Um, the Paducah police were so helpful. They blocked the streets and they've continued to help the community with other protests that have went on here. So I think um, our Paducah, our police department is setting an example that the rest of the United States kind of needs to follow. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I did see that um, that you were doing a protest. So the police was like really helpful in that. I didn't oh, see yeah. that on CNN because I don't really watch the news like yeah. that. But <laughs> you know everything's going on but that's still like it was you were able to basically like put paducah online to put paducah on the map yeah Um, that's good too because i as i've been reading now like learning about police and stuff like that i heard like they do like a six-month academy or something like that but lori's used and so i feel like it's also too educated and understanding that it's like people need to be held accountable for their actions not that we're saying like all police are bad where i'm not saying all police are bad i mean some people they have their own opinions you know mm-hmm. but um that's a whole nother story for another day but i was just um i like that and seeing that they're progressive and they want to help you all 
mm-hmm. with um, what's going on in the city and in this climate. So uh, within that, so that's the so that's the Black Lives Matter with COVID. I guess like, what do you see um, going on with that? Like, do you feel like that's going to hinder? Um, the election process, you know, like people going to the polls and voting, like even you being able to have your platform to reach out to connect with people, like people are so scared to like go places or do different things. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I can say that I think COVID-19 has been a blessing as well because that's allowed me to really market and use my platform even better because social media is the future. So with everybody mm-hmm. being home during this time, I've been able to market and, you know, put out ads and everything to oh. Facebook. So so many people that I normally wouldn't have been able to reach because they would have been at work, they would have been out, they wouldn't have been on their phones. So I think COVID has been great. And when it comes to the election time, you know, as long as um, they don't cancel or push back, you know, because they've been saying a second wave may come. But as long as the mm-hmm. November election goes well and people are able to go and vote, I think that, um, you know, that, it, that it, COVID-19 really won't affect that. So I think it's actually benefited me more than it could ever hinder me. Okay, okay, I see what you're saying. And when did you decide that you were going to run for mayor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I actually thought about it in the winter time, but I didn't officially, you know, file my declaration of intent to be a writing candidate until May the 1st, and then I announced on May the 4th. Oh, okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Oh, so you're like, a, so people like will have to like write your name in and stuff yeah. like that, that's what you're talking about? Uh-huh, because... How Paducah runs, they have a uh, primary, and some cities don't, some cities do. So if I was going to be on the ballot, I would have to submit it in January. But it was pretty strategic in what I did that, you know, how I did that, because now I don't have to worry about being voted out during the primary um, while my other opponents will. And then I can just focus all my energy on making sure that people know to write in my name this November, because I've had so much support, and it's, it's, it's amazing the amount of people that. I know we'll be voting for me in our in our little small town. Oh, because before if they would have did it in January, are you talking about um, the knockout that happens like when they vote for the primaries? That's what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so in January they oh. you had to submit your your name to be in the ballot, um, and then the primary is it's actually starting tomorrow. They're doing like write-ins for the whole month, or it's something that they're doing this month, um, and that'll that'll dwindle it down to two candidates that'll be on the ballot. And then um, people will be able to write in my name. So I'll only be going against two people rather than the the three that are currently on there. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And then in November, then they can just like write your name. Yes. Uh-huh. In there. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. And so how were you able to gain that support? Like you said that you have a lot of support, you know, people will be voting for you and everything like that. How do you think that you were able to gain that much support in such like, I guess a quick time or uh, like a quick runaround with your um, idea of running for mayor. Yeah. I mean, I, first I got to give honor to God with that because he's blessed me in this whole um, journey that I'm on right now. But I can say that I guess I've really, you know, cause I speak from my heart and it's not just some political, you know, mess that some people may be on. Like I'm speaking truth and I'm speaking from my heart. And I believe that people are seeing that and it's resonating with them that, you know, I'm, I'm really talking about what I want. And I do know that, you know, a lot of people in our city want to see change. They want to see, you know, progression and they want to see a young, fresh mind in office, which many people have told me, even, you know, older citizens, elderly citizens have said, we need a fresh new mind in office. So that was kind of going to be my biggest hurdle because the population of Paducah is about 70 something percent um, Caucasian and the other 20 so percent is uh, African-American. 
So when I re- when I saw that I'm getting the support of, uh, you know, the Caucasian community here, that really showed me that, you know, they, they really like what I'm saying and they, they truly support me. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's like 70% Caucasian. Yeah, I do know the exacts, but I can't think of it right now. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's mine. It's, I don't even want the exacts. I'm just like, dang, 70%. Well, we are in Kentucky. All right. So that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not surprised, but I, cause I, well, I went to U of L, of course, mm-hmm. so I know you from U of L. I know a lot of people, uh, some people, they, they do come from Paducah. The old people I knew was black. So that's mm-hmm. why I guess I was, yeah, it's, I was thinking about that. You know, but. those numbers are odd because, you know, going out in Paducah, you wouldn't think that, I don't think, because it's, it's super diverse here. So I, I really don't get how those numbers are like that either, but because it really doesn't mm-hmm. seem like it when you're out in the city. Mm, okay, yes, yeah, you're interesting. Mm-hmm. And you were born and raised in Paducah. Oh, yeah, all my life. <laughs> and, and so um we're going to project that you aren't going to be married you know mm-hmm. so when um you do become married you're like are you looking to like go further the um i guess up the chain or like do you like the idea of just like working in smaller government mayor yeah. like in the city or how's that yeah I, you know honestly i don't know i'll just let god lead me on whatever path he has set for me but um, people have said, you know, I can do governor, I can do, and you know, maybe even president one day, you know, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, you know, deny doing that because why not? Like I said, with this, like I'm able to do it. Why not do it? You know, even if, even if I wasn't to win governor or president, as long as I could use my platform to speak on the things that the people ne- want to be said by a leader, then I'm doing my job mm-hmm. right there. Uh, within that, yeah, I see what you're mm-hmm. saying. And um, how do you feel like, I guess, how would you feel or how would you think about making history as like the first like youngest black mayor in Kentucky, like and going forward and being like so young, I guess, how would you handle that? Because I see that you do have a lot of support. That's what you're saying. Um, I know that people like sometimes they don't support because people are younger. Like it's like a turnoff. It's like people are young, like um, older people, I guess depending on what generation like baby boomers yeah. uh whatever like gen y whatever like some people like don't like that they're like uh-uh, they're young like they're like uh-uh, they just graduated like what they're only 20 like uh-uh. like how do you handle that or have you even received any of that yeah i mean i have and that was at the beginning before i started really putting out you know my background because i've managed you know in my past i've always had supervisor and management positions from the age of 17 um, where I was a supervisor with CSC Louisville, I was managing over 500,000 guests and staff at the many major events that I was supervising. Um, when I was working with Body Armor uh, Sports Drink, I managed over $2.5 million in sales of my time with them. Um, my own business, I own my own business, Louisville Exclusive LLC, where I handled national contracts and dealt with fashion modeling and things like logistics of events like that. And then as well as my military background where I've served five uh, plus years in the army national guard and, you know, getting discharged honorably from that. So some people have said that I've lived a hundred lives in my short 22 years. So (laughs) I think once that, that information started coming out, people kind of, they, they didn't have much footing to say, well, he's too young because I've probably done a lot more than some of the, some of my naysayers have done in their lives. So. Yeah, because of your experience. Yeah. And yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay. Um, and so within that, uh becoming a mayor, what um I guess like what is your ultimate uh goal? Like say like well, um I might sound <laughs> like I might sound dumb when I'm saying this, but like 
how long is the term for Mayor? It's it's four years here in Paducah, so it's four yeah. Years. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I know these. I, I don't know if it's different other places. Or I think. It's, yeah, I know, I know it's was two years. Something was four years. Uh, so. it's different. Um, these local officers are so different. Like that's why I'm learning so much getting into it as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, so I was like, I didn't want to start that, but I forgot. But so like when you become mayor, like after your four years, like what do you want people to like remember you as? I hope they just remember the progression that was brought to the city and the unity, the diversity. And like I said, the the progression, I want them to remember that, you know, I don't want them to really remember me or the things I did. I just want them to see the results of what I did and, and, and see mm-hmm. that for their future generations. Um, just so they know that, you know, I want them to know that, the progression is here and you know the good things and all that positive stuff okay then that's good i like that i like to just like in and on like a good note like you can progress and stuff like that you can move forward and different things like that i feel that one well i want to thank you for coming on here and doing this with me um do you have any last minute thoughts any suggestions any tips that you want to tell people or if they want to run for mayor what maybe they should do uh, clearly next year next year next four years i don't know the political scene (laughs) like that but (laughs) definitely anything for future people yeah just to everyone out there you can do anything i'm doing right now as long as you have the heart mind dedication and faith to do so um, what I'm doing is not impossible for anybody else. You just have to go out there, research what to do, because they try to make it a maze figuring out how to run for uh, office. But once you figure that stuff out, which isn't too hard, just do it. And at the end of the day, just mm-hmm. do it. You don't have nothing to lose running for office. As long as you have the right intentions and the right heart and mind, you know, just positivity is going to come out of it. But I will say that running for office just for a local office like this, it takes money. Um, finances is the biggest thing when it comes to this and trying to get donations is a, a, a big thing running for office because promotional materials and all that stuff costs. So, um, yeah, I think, I think that's my best oh, advice for anybody. Hmm? Do you have any, um, I said, that's good. I wouldn't even think about financial mm-hmm. costs or whatever. Like, so do you have any tips? I don't know. Like they do fundraisers or like you do campaigns, like you just, you just get people to donate money. To yeah. You. So, um, so, so that you can... yeah. So like me, um, I have a GoFundMe and I have a merchandise shop. So the GoFundMe is GoFundMe.com slash DeWine. And then I have a, a merchandising shop, which is shop.spreadshirt.com slash DeWine Thomas, where I made my own merchandise, my branded shirts. Um, and yeah. just asking people, you just got to ask people. You can't be afraid to ask because the only thing they can say is no. All right. They, well, they can either say right. yes or no. So at the end of the day, just just ask people, set up those go, you know, use the platforms that are available to us here in 2020. Like GoFundMe is amazing for mm-hmm. crowdfunding. Um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. just just do that. And it's, it gets pretty simple. Yes. Yeah, so if y'all want to support him on his journey to becoming a mayor, uh, the links will be in the description and y'all can go donate there. Um, I want to say thank you and good luck on your run. I definitely have you on Facebook, so I definitely will be keeping um, in touch and seeing um, when you when you know. Well, I guess definitely. I won't be able to help you with the writing because I don't live in Paducah. But <laughs> I'll share it as much as I can. <laughs> definitely. And can I, um, and can I say um, everybody can follow my journey on, on Facebook, Dewan Thomas for Mayor of Paducah or Facebook.com slash Dewan for Mayor. Tell them how to spell Dewan. Yeah, it's D U. J-U-A-N and then Thomas T-H-O-M-A-S. Yes. 
they can't. So make sure <laughs> I go support him. Yes, thank you so much. Um, glad that I could be a part of you, helping getting your voice out there, and hopefully it um all turns into your favor and you win. So yeah, thank you so much and good luck and you know have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our episodes. If you would like to give more support, please follow us on Instagram at Millennial Thoughts Pod. Please leave a rating, a review on Apple, Google, wherever. And we would love to shout you all out for your support. Just send us a screenshot to Millennial Thoughts on Instagram and you will be our listener shout out.